Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello, everyone. It's the final word show. Liverpool beat Southampton 4-0 at Anfield on Saturday to move 22 points clear at the top of the Premier League. 22. It's a record, that, isn't it? It's no one's ever been that far that ahead. That's the biggest lead anyone's ever had. It's February, like, and it's only just February. Yeah, uh, as you can see, Chris <laughs> Page joins me, uh, Tom Dutton and George Stevens for this one. Um, Chris, yeah, 22 points. Like, I, I like because it, it, the, the, the fact came out immediately after the game, and like Klopp was asked, and he, and he was very clean to go, like, for now, for now, like, as if, as if it's going to be that come, uh, come the end of Sunday. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. Oh, it's very much 22 points. Um, I'm running out of ways to to genuinely to talk about it because we'll talk about the individual instance of the game or what have you, but it's 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 like a it's in danger of becoming a procession. Um, and I'm not I mean, emo- it's I'm, in danger of becoming. A- well, it's become a procession. I mean, no, I mean, it's no been way, a procession yeah, for a while. I'm in no way prepared for how to how I'm. I'm not. I don't know how to be. I have I've got onto it now to be honest with you because we just need to accept that Liverpool are going to win the league title. I think everybody's done that, and we just need to get annoyed about different things. Okay. So. Um, so for me, beating Ralph Hasenhutl in them gloves oh, was what it? Saturday was all about. Because yeah, what the fucking like hell are they? Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't believe Under Armour have put their brand on them first and foremost. And secondly, why is he fucking wearing them? It's ridiculous. I know we're going to talk about the game, Paul, but these gloves are so bad. I want at least five minutes on how bad these I gloves are. I was expecting at one point, if they'd scored, he was going to pull one off, <laughs> pull his kecks up and have white socks and then moonwalk along the side of the pitch. That was the only thing I could possibly imagine was going to happen with them. It was. He's. I mean, again, in wrestling fans watching, like AJ Styles wears the man. He's far too old to wear them. And he just looked odd. And what was it with the tacky top as well? I'm sure that's Southampton written down the front, front of it. Very strange, Tom. I really love how you're going into fashion on, on the final way. Like, it's great. I'm, I'm out with depth for you. We're oh, talking yeah. about fashion, so I, you can't really come to me on any of this, to be honest so with you. So were you a fan? You must have been a fan of the gloves then. I look, it, it was cold. Uh, you got to wear gloves sometimes and, and, and windy and stuff, wasn't it? So he's just Tom, Tom was watching it on the radio, listening to it on the radio. Yeah. He's got no idea about the gloves. <laughs> 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 yeah, funnily <laughs> enough, first half, he didn't mention his gloves. Uh, so I didn't get much, didn't get much about that. Uh, but second half, he did then? Yeah, well, second half, I got to watch it. So I got to, 
I wasn't really focusing on it. Um, but look, I'll have a look now. I'll, I'll probably go back and, and watch the highlights. You should do. We'll do it on the stats and tactics show if you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How they change throughout the game. Yeah. Well, listen, listen, listen. We've got an actual fucking. Fo- we've got, got an actual Mourinho footballer. Shit, can we call an actual footballer in the studio? <laughs> so, Georgie, what did you think of his gloves? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a fan of gloves myself. You're if it's a bit cold, I'm a glove gal. But fingerless you know, or fingered? <laughs> Careful. Like, why would you wear fingerless gloves to play yeah. football? Yeah. I don't know, maybe to, so you can use your phone. <laughs> so you can also pick up your career as one of the sticky bandits afterwards. Like, yeah. Damn straight. <laughs> yeah, but just go with the classic black or like kick colour. Yeah. Don't, don't get too fancy. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it was the final But game. you got your five minutes out of that, to be fair. To, to be fair. I want ten now. <laughs> just got another how many games that left one. in the season? 16 or whatever it is to do. I dare any manager to wear a shitter pair of gloves than them. Yeah, absolutely. Please. It'll be Mourinho. Um, <laughs> the, Chris, the thing that I enjoyed uh, about the game, because we talked we talked about this in terms of, it's easy now looking back on it, Liverpool and 4-0 to kind of be like, oh yeah, it was all Liverpool, etc, etc. Um, it obviously wasn't. The thing that I was really impressed with, because I, I'm past the point of fear anymore. Nothing nothing scares me about football matches that Liverpool are playing anymore, because they're that good. I trust them to just handle whatever situation is presented in front of them. But it's this... Um, it's this notion that what's gonna, what's the little things that can get in the way of what Liverpool are doing? Is are we gonna lose out on the chance to be invincibles? Are we gonna lose out on the chance to be this? Or Liverpool going to a winter break? Is their mentality gonna fail because they're like, oh, I've got my holiday next week? Because every one of us switches off the week before they go on holiday. It's just, it's just a fact. I loved the fact that they went out and as much as Southampton were good in the first half, I didn't, say, I got, I got no sense that the Liverpool players had their eyes on the beach or anything like that. The, the, le- the energy levels they put in, I thought... <laughs> no, I think Jürgen probably said the best after the game, didn't he, when he was talking about Jordan Henderson and how you know, he sort of encapsulated everything it means to be a Liverpool player right now and, and the fact that you know it looked like Jordan Henderson was fighting and captain in a side that was fighting against relegation. Mm. And, and that's what Jordan Henderson's been doing. Mm. Uh, and it's not just... He used him as the example, but you could have picked any of the other players that were involved in the game. That's the way that they play football. It's the way that they know. It's the way that they've been trained to play football. And as such, they know that if they keep on doing that, they're going to be successful. They've been successful last season. They're, they're about to become one of the most successful sides that's ever played in the Premier League. They will continue to do it because winning the Premier League it doesn't look like it's enough for them right now yeah. they want to embarrass everybody else they want to make everybody else look like they're wearing Hassan Huttle's gloves yes. <laughs> well you speak about leaders you speak about leaders on the pitch and I think you're spot on there and Klopp's spot on but there's so many leaders around the pitch it's something that Liverpool have been like guilty of not having that that often in recent mm. years well, not recent years but like before Klopp comes in or maybe even the start as Klopp comes in and now you're looking around it's people geeing each other up just Go again, go again, go again, and the confidence that's surging through the team. It's not even the gene up as times, though. It's the bollockens. Yeah, exactly. It's the yeah. bollockens that play hands. And I was talking to my dad about this. I used to hate watching Man United as a, a kid in that way because I was like, did he show them each other? How horrible is that? <laughs> but like, they, they win loads of footy matches. And the thing, I, it, it's, it's weird because you presume when people are bollocking people, it's normally in Liverpool, it was normally when things were going wrong. Yeah. Like, everything was fucked. And Steven Gerrard's just there scowling at everyone. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, this is terrible. But they bollock each other, but they don't, there's no egos involved yeah. in it. So they yeah. take a bollocking and then they just work, they work harder to, to, to prove themselves. Yeah. And then they all celebrate and laugh and smile. It's just wonderful. I remember it was a, it was a I can't remember what, 
what game it was exactly, but we were just faltering up top. For some reason, we couldn't get the ball down to Bobby and Salah. We just couldn't do it, and they were fuming. And and then they shout, started shouting at Hendo, and Hendo started shouting around. And then people did what they wanted them to do. Because it's not like, oh, do this for me. It's do this so the team can be more successful. We get up the pitch and you get a break. Because then I'm running the show for a little bit, and you give the ball to Mo Salah. And Bobby Firmino, you see the danger that they cause like, to get the fourth goal. Just them two with a whole back line. And these players know that. So they know, okay, this lad's telling me the best finisher and the best link-up player in the world are telling me what to do. Maybe I should do that. And then similarly with Salah and, and, and Bobby in behind, the best centre-half telling me what to do. The best captain for Liverpool at this moment right now is telling me what to do. I'm going to listen to them. Yeah, absolutely. And that, 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 it's that work ethic, isn't it? Um, the thing I was really impressed with, actually, by Southampton, Georgia, like Shane Long and Danny Ings. Shane Long has become a bit of like a... I know people kind of chuckle a bit at Shane Long for whatever reason. He's just done it right there. Brilliant. <laughs> he doesn't score goals. But he... I, I Klopp likes him because he's a Liverpool link with him a few seasons ago and you can understand why. And he clearly loves Danny Ings as well. And I still love Danny Ings. They give you no peace. Yeah. Ever. I think um, they just work hard. Yeah. I think that's the thing. And that's probably why Klopp likes them. Because technical ability and skill and things you can kind of teach and you can kind of hold in on but the the work ethic you can't instill in someone and Shane Long and Danny Ings just work hard yeah. and you could see that and that was the why at the end of the game people are laughing and joking with them because it's a good game you yeah. ran us there for like a yeah. good 45 minutes and we were kind of shitting ourselves for a bit <laughs> but like it, it's all it's not like they're I think they're just nice lads as well it's not like there's any sort of big egos or things like that. They're just nice lads who work hard, which is kind of a Liverpool player. I thought the way they played in general, I think Fabinho, who's been eased back in, I thought he was terrible against Shrewsbury in, mm. in the Cup. This was actually a great game for him in terms of like, you need to get him back up to speed. You want to get him back to being the Fabinho pre-injury, playing against a Southampton team who were going to be all over you. Yeah. And I don't think it was his, again, it wasn't his best performance for Liverpool by any, by any stretch, but I'm now in that, I'm like, I'm able to detach myself from his the individual things that he's yeah. doing and look at it in, in a sense of if we want the, the best Fabinho back he has to go through games like this yeah I think as well on the ball he really done well as well because you looked at the amount of times where Southampton was so high on us and Alisson had just play through the, and like yeah. play it on the like my heart was in my mouth because I'm like just <laughs> get it up like we're alright don't, don't have to play nice football but like Fabinho was comfortable playing one and two touch in and around there which was great to see because if you've been out for a while and you, you, you kind of have that tendency to maybe doubt or take that extra touch or, or try something a bit safer but he didn't he, he, he played like he has been playing on the ball and you know against a, a tough side for, for a lot of the game yeah, you've, got, you've got to have that trust in the players and that's the thing that I always think when I watch Liverpool or I watch great passing sides who, who can play it out from the back there's no there's nothing in Alisson's mind that there's no doubt there he will just continue to play the ball because he trusts the lads and if I, I think when when teams aren't good at it, they falter slightly because they don't have the trust and they're thinking, oh, if I pass this to him, is he going to be able to control it? Liverpool have none of that. They just trust that it'll come back at some point. It, look at me, like, think, remember the Mignolet days, days which now seen a thousand years ago and thank heavens for that. But you, it, you've got the player doubting the ability to make the pass in the first place, followed by, is this the right pass for me to be making? Followed by, are they going to be able to handle the pass if I, if I give it to them? And you're right, Alisson doesn't 
Do, it doesn't even blink. He just continues to do what he what he, what he does, and I think the way they handled it was was great. The one moment actually uh, <laughs> we got away with one massively. Tom um, was the back pass. Yeah, um, it's a back pass. There's just no other way of slicing it. <laughs> Andy Robertson passes back to Alison. It's not Andy Robertson's fault. No, it's Alison Becker's fault. And if he gets done for that, he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, because you don't pick the, <laughs> don't pick the ball up. Well, this is when I was listening to it on the radio, and, and they were like, literally, and it's a back pass, and I was like, no, sure, no, that's not, we don't do that, like, come on, we're, we're literally calm and collected, <laughs> Liverpool, and I was like, no, and they were like, he's gotten away with it, but I think what he was trying to do is kick it off the defender, so I didn't think it was that bad, yeah, watched it this morning, yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. I can. I it mean, like again, bad. if I'm having to play super devil's advocates on this, which is really hard because it's just, it's just Andy <laughs> Robertson passing it back to Allison and then picking it up. Is it? It, it might be perceived as a tackle. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. If it, know. Clips, yeah, if it clips an attacking player, then goes to the keeper. Is it still a pass? Mm. Could be VAR. Yeah, you'll have to ask Paul Brennan over here. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I honestly don't know. The, um, the yeah, it's it's. It was a back pass. He was trying to he was trying to shepherd the ball out, wasn't he? And then he realised that the two of them had the chance to get the ball. So he passes it back, and Allison knows because he kind of half grabs it, and yeah. then he's like, I can't let go of it now. There's two he around grabs me, it, so I'm just gonna grab it. And then he's like, to the death. <laughs> I'm praying. In sheer embarrassment. <laughs> Realises nothing's forthcoming, gets up and, get, and gets on with it. And then I just love the camera's focus on him. You're just waiting for a moment for him going. <laughs> <laughs> if, if not else, wink. how do they score from that position? It's right on the edge. It's the mm. only, like, if they get it, if they get it in that free kick. He just wants it to make an interest. Though, yeah, you've got to move it 10 yards back. Okay. Because you can't. <clears throat> you can't. But it's got to be on that same line, yeah. does it? But I don't think yeah. they score from there, I don't know. Well, no no one scores from It'd be like a hockey goal, you know, when you play it to the edge of the <laughs> And yeah, they'll like, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you, and then you swipe it. Yeah, when you floor. complain about the microphones not working. I know, I know, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. No, it, it, yeah, it, it's... Um, we got a massive one there. It's hilarious. Um, but I think, yeah, Southampton, Chris, they were, they were really good in the first half in general. I think, you know, it's interesting. It's the wonderful thing about um, the difference between LFC TV highlights and everyone else's highlights. Because you watch LFC TV and it's like a Liverpool cruise to 4 0 victory. You watch Match of the Day and we got killed. The, the, the reality is somewhere in between. Liverpool were actually quite bright in the first half. They, they played some good stuff without being particularly dangerous. Southampton were just the more dangerous, probably, the two sides in the first yeah, half. Yeah, it's one of them, actually. You know, I watched the game on the telly um, and I watched it live, unlike, you know, <laughs> these two. Um, and I actually. The the wind was really bad by all accounts. I mean, I know Tom heard it on the radio, yeah, so it must, yeah. have, it must have been bad. <laughs> well, the gloves um, were on for actually, and and so the gloves cool. obviously came yeah. out. But doesn't want windy fingers. It, it, it felt like <laughs> it, it felt, yeah. It, it felt like um, the wind affected the team going that way that we went first half. Because second half, I don't think the wind affected us in any way, shape or form. And I, I wonder how much that had to it. And, and maybe you wouldn't know even if you were in the ground, to be honest, because when you're in the stand, you can't quite feel it the same we way. We played some speculative balls in that half. And I think to try and make use of the of, of the swirling of the wind or whatever, like balls into channels, and hoping that I think that it was going to hold up or whatever. But it, it doesn't. And I think that's as a, as a negative impact. But Southampton were brilliant. And, you know, it started with Long and, and Ings, didn't it? But they were brilliant all over the park. They did create opportunities. You know, you fancy Allison to save most of them, which is something that he does time and time again, isn't it? Um, but they did, they did make us work for it. And again, it comes back to they played two up top. 
and that's when any team that's really had a go at us this season has played two up top against us and, and got into those spaces that Trent and Robbo are vacating and stuff and you know I thought the, the midfield did really well to back the strikers up and they were getting on that edge of the area and Fabinho wasn't able to get back all the time but second half we came out and Klopp again said that actually in one of his post-match I think it was to LFC TV he said um, Peter did a great job at half-time of pulling out three clips um, what Liverpool weren't doing well um, and he said when Liverpool started to do that well that then makes it difficult for Southampton so the video analysis team have obviously had something to say about it and Klopp's recognised that never heard him talk about that yeah. before after the game mm. so I found it quite interesting that he mentioned that Kravitz has obviously found something and it's helped Liverpool go on and get the victory It's interesting because the best moments of the game come from Liverpool counter-attacks, really, judging, you know, be, and beating the press. And that's the point, is that when you've got two lads up there chasing round, it does naturally put you under pressure as the way Southampton play in general. But Liverpool, it's a great test. It's the kind of test that, and you can see why Klopp's buzzing with the game mm. in general. You can see why Hassan Hüttel's buzzing with the game. It's two teams that have absolutely gone for it. And, you know, you, you, you it, it's like martial arts or whatever where someone tries a move and someone's got a counter for it and then it leads to it you know you're yeah. losing the point or whatever I love the fact that the best footy we played was Liverpool just backing themselves in tight spaces you've got the the, the, the Mo Salah disallowed goal for, for offside He's, you know that is you know what a couple of inches away from being probably our goal of the season yeah I mean, I think that's why it was the most enjoyable, one of the most enjoyable games to watch, just because it was a good game. Both sides were good. I genuinely believe Southampton went at us with their own game plan in mind of how do we win this game or get the most out of it. Whereas I think most teams come in against Liverpool and it's how do we stop Liverpool? Once we've done that, how can we then, like, Southampton just wanted to play their football and do that, which was great. But I think as well, that, that game was the... After that, I was like, yeah, no, we're, we're solid in winning the league. Because it was, for a first half, the most nervy. I'd, like, and it's because we, we've done so well and we're unbeaten and all that, and you just don't want it to slip up. It you feels like don't... there's more... This is why I was going back to the top of the show. I'm not sure how to feel about all these things. Because all of a sudden, like, I've wanted the league for 30 years. But now it's not good enough. And yeah. now I want to be unbeaten. <laughs> and now I'm going to be annoyed like Klopp was because it's two points we've dropped, yeah. not the full... Like... Well, Jürgen's raging about like they, they had too many shots, as he was saying at the end of the game. And I love that. that and that's the that right attitude to have, isn't it? It's on, but this is the, the point I'm kind of getting at. It's that thing of... it's I'm, I'm so used to us winning... That now the nerves are about us lo- about us w- losing a game. It won't matter. Liverpool lose yeah. a game. It won't matter in any way, shape, or form. But it will just now. We- I feel like we're playing for more. It's levels now, Paul. And and I, I got a tweet from before because it's boss. It's just Pierce saying Manchester United hold the record for the earliest Premier League title triumph achieved on April fourteenth, two thousand and one. We could win it on March sixteenth. That's that's where we're going for. That's the thing is, we're going to break records and that's what I love about this team and it's something we've consistently done is broken records. And I remember remember you said it I think it was two seasons ago, it was something it was basically just along the lines of we need to start breaking these records, we need to start aiming for these. And that's what we've done consistently. And I love the fact that like we're going for City's records. Something that this best team ever, they're not gonna have that anymore. People are gonna forget about that side because ours is so much better. People are gonna forget about that these triumphs that these teams have done because this could be the best Premier League win ever. Forget about Leicester. Forget about that. Yeah. All these amazing Premier League stories. 
done. No one's asked about them anymore because Liverpool are that good. We're going for different things. We're going for the to be the biggest, the best club side ever. And we're on course to do that. And we're still on course for the treble. As well, it's silly. Because so many people saying this before, so many people are now like, Oh well the Premier League's easy this year. Oh well the, the Club World Cup's not the real World Cup. The Champions League you're on against Spurs. It's like, oh okay, well here's all these records that prove no, we're yeah. just the best. Yeah. Like just accept it's, that. I don't what I don't understand is they're all talking about it like fucking City aren't treble winners and haven't been just been the Centurions. And if the we if the league's so weak, why are they so far behind? Why why isn't yeah. it tighter? Why isn't everyone doing great? And it's it's because it's not weak. But it, you've got you've just got responses to these situations, and it's just coping mechanisms is what is what it is. And I've seen because you've you've got people grudgingly saying Liverpool are great, but most the ones who do it are caveating it with but, just Liverpool's time; it'll come to an end. And it's like lads, it's only just started. Shut up! You know what I mean? Like I get it, you know. But that that's the best word I'm looking for at the moment is is the people who've, who've lived through like Man United fans live through them being the, the best and go well. Well, it'll be our turn again. Well, let's hope it's in fucking twenty nine years. You know what I mean? Like let's hope we have to go through the same shit that we've had to go through. And he's on the flip end of it, it's just people trying desperately to write it off as though whatever. But it is. It all comes from the same the same place. Is that. They don't want Liverpool to be this good for a variety of reasons. Maybe it's because they don't like us in general, or they don't like scousers, or they've been, you know, or or they've handed out so much banter to us over the years, and now they're like, oh shit, don't yeah. do my comeuppance <laughs> is very much coming. And that's, we, the that, that's, the, that's the thing. No, everyone's just quite happy being like, look how good our team is. Like, we just go along. Just look- we sing our. Here's a classic example of it, right? Was it last season where the City fucking players yeah. were singing yeah, about Liverpool? On the, on the plane. Have we mentioned fucking City at all in a song this yeah. season? No. 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 But, but their I mean, players were singing about us, best, leaving with fuck all. The best sort and of like banter we like, had was with Sheffield United when the fans were singing Champions League One. You'll yeah. never sing that. And yeah. it's like, yeah, that's what, like, that's that funny. respect yeah. of that sort of. Yeah, great. It was West Ham the other day when we went to West Ham away and their, their atmosphere is shit. Everyone knows that. We're not singing this to library. We don't give a fuck about other teams. We sing our songs. You're that's right. the best that's all people. Yeah. That's all people have got. It's to try and... It's like people going, coming away from me going, well, that, that Anfield atmosphere is the worst I've been to. When Watford fans is like, I'm sorry. I'm dead, I'm dead, so I'd love the atmosphere to be like Barcelona for the Watford game, <laughs> but it's not. We Maybe it'll get there, but it's not. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but that's all they've got. It's to try and like steal something off it and, and and again I recognise it because I've gone through all of, I've said all these things about Man United over the last 30 years oh well no one likes them oh boo fucking who they're like well cry me a river well you know I'll cry, I'll cry me tears of desperation for you into me Premier League trophies every single season for the you know year in year out I've been through it all I've tried everything to try and get something back it's like when you know you're losing an argument mm. So like you just my dad's dro- bigger than yours. Yeah, <laughs> you just drop something in, like you know. Oh, well, look, you got some shit on your shoe. You know what I mean? Like it's like yeah, but I'm you know everything else is going great. Like, all right, sound. Good. Don't you feel for Statman guys? Statman guys. On the no, Radio Mersey side, Savage's show. You don't see that. Statman Kev came in. Oh my oh, goodness! Right. right, seven and a half minutes of glorious Statman Gaz giving it the absolute beans to uh, Emma Jones and Robbie Savage. Yeah, I can't believe you've not seen this. Oh, I have seen it. Yeah, I didn't know it was Statman Gaz. Yeah, that, that, that's his, that's name, his name apparently. <laughs> like, <laughs> that. Sounds, yeah, yeah, yeah. The best part about it all is I, I walked into a pub the other day after work. 
She walked in, sat down, and I just got chatting to two people at the bar. Just normal people. Just normal, yeah, <laughs> like just like normal people like two everyone else. Stools. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> and uh, we just we were smiling about everything. And I, it was funny, we came to the realisation, everything about Liverpool at the moment is spot on. Every player that you talk about, you'll have a smile at the end of the sentence about them. Everything to do with this club, and it is through the hardships. That's what it's been. We've, we've, had, we've endured some horrible, horrible stuff. In Klopp's tenure as well, we've been to how many finals and lost them, but that's all been a building block. It's why Jordan Henderson's so good now. It's why we've got the belief to go, right, we've been shitty at first half, lads go against second half because yeah. we've seen it we've we've taken aspects from other big clubs that's another thing I love about this team is we're taking the way Real Madrid sort out a game against us and we use that now it's like pink week. slips yeah it's pink slips in footy we're taking songs or we're taking aspects of play or we're taking this stuff and, and it's built us into this like behemoth of football it's oh it's great to watch and I, I, this, this unbearable thing I, <laughs> I, 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 we don't get a sense of it because I don't think it, it's really existing well, there'll be a bit of banter between Liverpool fans and Evertonians in offices around the city and they're just, they're just will be bits and pieces here and there but I think it exists more outside of the city in fam you know it's, I, I hear people saying like in London everyone's a, everyone seems to be a Liverpool fan all of a sudden like they've, they've all come out the woodwork and all this kind of stuff like but that's where that I think that fans exist and I've heard it said about like if you're a, if you're a, a London if you're a London based Liverpool fan you've lived and grown up in London and all your mates support Chelsea and Arsenal and United and all that kind of stuff like and you've li you've you'll have taken it worse than any of us have ever taken it because mm. we don't have to live with we don't see Man United fans every day sadly we now see Evertonians but it's fine because they're crap so it's uh, <laughs> it, it's okay but the that, that, they're the ones who are probably giving it to be they're probably the ones who are being unbearable because they've had them exactly they've been taking it on a day-to-day -day basis for, for for their entire lives but um anyway look we'll do more of this later on because why not um the biggest, I guess, the biggest turning point of the game, Chris, is probably the Danny Ings pen shout. Um, he goes through Fabinho fouls him. They don't give the penalty. We go down the other end. Oxlade Chamberlain scores. I mean, again, to borrow the expression from from myself, two minutes earlier, Crimea River. I don't care. Um, but you know, again, it's another one of those things when thing, when you're on top. It's, it's a bad cliche, but these things do tend to do. Yeah, tend to I, I mean, I, I was saying to you before, um, I watched the game, I watched match of the day, I didn't watch any of the match of the day analysis. And I couldn't really see the Fabinho kick them to be honest with you. And you know, I know you said outside there was an angle on the match of the day analysis that shows that he, that he's touched it, but you said it was just one angle, is that right? Yeah, it's the it he just fouls him. So, you know, it's it's the it's the kick out. It's not the he goes past him and then he's past him and he flicks a leg out and bring him. So and, I, and I, I don't know whether I'm looking at this through mad red tinted glasses or whatever, and I probably am, and that's fair. I'm allowed to. I'm a Liverpool <laughs> yeah, fan. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do wonder whether the is it clear and obvious thing. If I've seen it ten times and not seen that camera angle, I wonder whether it is clear and obvious. Um, so I, again, I haven't seen the camera angle that suggests that he did kick him. It looked in real time like a foul. I will say that. Yeah. Um, but the more I watched it, I couldn't see it. Yeah. I, I couldn't see it. It's so, funny. I, I was thinking about the angle stuff is always weird, isn't it? Because I was watching the the Spurs City game yesterday, and I was desperate to see a better angle of the Larice on Sterling just after the penalty. You know that 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 decision, and I and I, I sometimes wonder. I think like. I don't know whether VAR have got access to every camera. You know what makes you wonder sometimes? Have they actually got it? Because Sky always seem to find an angle. Yeah. Give them long enough. 
normally for like either half-time analysis or full-time analysis, this magical camera angle will appear. You know, it's genuinely like, <clears throat> that will change the narrative. No, no, no. It's clear cut, it's clear cut, it's clear cut. Oh, hello. Well, what about this angle? Um, and I wonder whether that was just whether it just wasn't available to him because when you see it, it just I mean, it that's, 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 what, like, that's clear and obvious. Like, if it took you twenty minutes to find a camera angle to yeah. show that it's a foul, it's not clear and obvious, yeah. is it? Like, that's, yeah. that's it's taken until eleven o'clock at night. By all accounts. Yeah. <laughs> it was a foul. I'm not asked. I'm made up that it didn't get given, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. another one of them. We can we can put that alongside the Man City one, where that was a clear-cut penalty. I mean, the Man City one wasn't. This one was. And then we just go up the other end a few passes later, and we score. Asked. We do that every time. Liverpool are on defensive. It's like a spring. We're like, push back, and then gone, and we score. Well, that's the point, isn't it? Is that the, the fine margins in these games, everything is, so, is wound so tight that it would just be to slip in their concentration. If they all of a sudden they're going they're too busy going, well hang about this, wait, is VAR gonna do this? What's gonna, what's gonna happen? Oh shit, Liverpool have scored. That's you know, that's that you're right, that's a supreme mentality from Liverpool. But, but it wasn't even just that, it was like the build up play for that. I mm. thought it got ran out. I was like, Bob, I was like why are you back heeling that, Andy? And then he back heels it, and then I'm like, Bobby, why are you flicking it through someone's legs with some mad little skill? And Ox, why aren't you just crossing it? Oh, it's a goal. <laughs> To goal, it's a great goal. Okay, did it take a deflection? No, it's just great placement. You've sent the keeper that way with your eyes and you've put it in the near post. You're thinking that... Uh, I, I, I gave Ox some stick a few weeks ago and I got a, I got a bit of stick back, and that's fair. But it was... it was. I didn't think he was performing well enough in terms mm -hmm. of on the ball. He just kept getting closed down too much. And I think it was... It will have been West Ham he came in and was just imperious. And then he comes into this one and he, like... It, but that it, finish he does is just, like... That's like his trademark now. Yeah. It's just like training. He, yeah. he will, and he does it so, so well that he, he even fools. Like, like you, you, you stood there going, is that a pass? Like, what, what are you out in? Okay. Mm. It's very like, actually, it's, um, very Daniel Sturridge, that thing. Yeah, keeper doesn't even move because the fact is your eye line's blocked, this is blocked, everybody's shifting that way and it's like, oh, I can't, you can't do anything. That is just... The, the, ke the keeper knows he's supposed to use the players to bend it yeah. to the far post. Yeah. That, and that's, that's as simple as it is, isn't it? And he doesn't even hit the bottom corner. He doesn't need no. to because it's so well done. It's, it, you're right, though, uh, George, it's like he knows. He, there's areas of the pitch where he knows he can score goals. Yeah. And it's like going through a set routine. So he gets once the... you enter like the danger zone, he knows that it's on and all he's got to do is... He, and we say all he's got to do, it, it's engineered by... Two other, but well, three other bits of brilliant football that mm -hmm. kind of that kind of precede it. The finish is it's not like it's not in off the bar. It's not like the best goal in terms of finish. Obviously, it's not going to win goal of the month or whatever. But it was just a wonderfully worked bit of football. I, I love that thing you just said there. He 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 gets into that area of the field because it's exactly right. He's in the box and he runs outside the box to get into his danger <laughs> zone. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. runs through the box to get to where he likes to shoot from, yeah. which is further away. We call from the it goal. the Catini zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, great, absolutely great. And um, Jordan Henderson again. It, we, we're in danger, and I say it like it's a like it's an issue, Tom, of having like the Jordan appreciate Jordan Henderson appreciation section of this show every week. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. 
Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Just absolutely brilliant. Again, he's he was really good in his box-to-box role that he, you know, he really fought for and for love. He gets you know, the chance of getting Southampton off the bench last season away. He's been really good and he's gone up a level and then he's gone back to the six and he's been even better <laughs> and Liverpool have been even, even better. And then you kind of think, well, what happens now? Are we going to see ultimately that, yeah, maybe he is better in there or is that the better John? <laughs> he just gets to play further up the field and he's back to sco- he's scoring goals, he's making goals, just unreal. Yeah, I, I, I always loved that, that triangle of players with him. Trent and Mo Salah and him making the runs and beyond and creating space for Salah and then Trent to come in and be able to have then the space because he's got Salah and Hendo taking men yeah. to whip balls into the back stick for, for your Bobby or your, or your Mane and and it, he does that role so well that, that eight role because he can get back he's got, the, he's got the willingness to get back you talk about midfielders you want to get back something like Coutinho didn't have or, or, or whatever at the time and he just he's just like no I'll get back and then he'll shout it away but you're making me get back but I'll do it anyway it's fine <laughs> and then and then he's just like he's on his he's on his horse and he's going forward again and linking up play <laughs> and, <laughs> and, I know I'm using What's some match phrases I don't know <laughs> Brian, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian the horse. There you go. But but he's 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 got a little bit of skill now. You know what I mean? He's got a bit of like verve about himself. He's like, oh, I could just flick it through this guy's legs because I know I'm not good now. I've got the belief of all these people singing my name every game. I noticed it about about him in the West Ham game where he there's a moment and it was it was a throwaway moment in the first five minutes of the match when the ball gets played to him in the middle of the park and he. The obvious thing to do is just play it square back to where it, com- where it comes from, and that's the Jordan Henderson pass. <laughs> but it's 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 covered by a West Ham player, and instead he just holds for half a second, and the play moves on at another step, and then the it's like it's like a little body shape, and then he plays the pass, and it's on, and that's what you mean about that. I think about the the Henderson verve. He's a man who is, feels like he's got complete control over all of his faculties. Yeah. He you know he's he, and the horse. And the horse, and, and his animals, and his stable, <laughs> and and all the people around him as well, and that's what we talk, we talk about. This like captain's performances, Chris, because not only does he know his own role inside and out, he knows everyone else's roles inside and out. And again, he gets his goal because he he basically closes down their goalkeeper. And yet, there's also a goal we score where he's on the edge of our box, 
playing tight, given tight, given goes. He's just he's absolutely. Unreal. He's he's in danger of being the player of the year in the whole Premier League, and the fact that people are talking about it yeah. suggests that that's the way that it goes, and voting will end pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And listen, I love Kevin De Bruyne. I think he's an outstanding footballer. But he's not done it like Jordan Henderson has this yeah. season. You know, another goal and assist yesterday. He's not only whipping the horse, he's whipping the entire fucking team. Yeah. They're all, you know, trotting <laughs> down the pitch uh, whenever he says. Um, and and that's it. Like, and, we're, and it's not. And we're not going to win it by a nose. We're going to win it by a by a fucking length or two yeah. or twenty two or whatever you want, mate. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. and we'll just continue with this because he's brilliant. The encouraging <laughs> thing about nice, it. Nice. The encouraging <laughs> thing about it is that. Master Day were talking about it and like Gary Lineker said he'd be my player of the season Alan Shearer agrees Ian Wright agrees and George these are the things sometimes where like we spend a lot of our time saying oh, I don't really care about the analysis of, of certain footballers and what have yeah but there is something to things creeping into the, the, the way people talk about football yeah, absolutely yeah. it's the reason like Virgil van Dijk is, was up for the awards because People mostly people are just being told that he's brilliant. But that's what I think. That's the thing. One, it's Liverpool fans being like, "These are good." We're telling you these are good. And people go, "No, no, no!" Like you're just saying that, and then people start watching and people start and go, "Oh, they were right." Like, yeah, yeah, he is good. So I think if you would have said two, three years ago, John Henderson's going to be the best Premier League player, I think people would have laughed. Well, I think he was the cover star for FIFA because we voted him to be it's the cover star like, for FIFA and, and people laughed their heads off at Jordan Henderson he's, being he's, in, in that Even in when that he was made captain, people laughed because it was yeah. like, why? Like You've got so many other players there who seemingly seem a bit more like in a leadership role. Why are you making John Henderson? I think this season he has shown... Because we've always, as, as long as Gerard's gone, we've always kind of missed that of like, you know, that. Well, it's more that I think people have been waiting for the inevitable. The inevitable is a better footballer coming in and taking Jordan Henderson's place in the side. Yeah. And I think finally, and again, it comes with the recognition, is that people can finally go, well, who's better than Jordan Henderson? Exactly. Where where are they? What do they, what do, they do? Yeah. What are they doing that Jordan Henderson That's isn't? That's what Ethan De Bruyne, great, great footballer, but then I compare them and I think, well, the, the two, three things that he's better than Jordan Henderson are, I'd rather have Hendo being able to, to track back and get back and, and be a box-to-box and also be a captain on the pitch than, OK, you can keep De Bruyne. And again, we have said that last season and the season before, probably not. Mm. So yeah. like, it's just testament to like the, the staff and the, the team around him that he's grown. Yeah. He can do everything, yeah. can't he? I mean, he can jockey players. He can, <laughs> if there's You're an obstacle in front of him, he's going to jump over it. He'll saddle the entire team if you That's need him to. Quiet. It's been quiet. Um, he's <laughs> just looking classic. You've done a very good job, to be fair, of my one throwaway jumping on his horse. My word. No, the best, the best thing for me is the best thing for me is I put it on Twitter as well. Is do you remember when he skied a shot and everyone laughed and sang his song? Do you remember that? When, and we were all like, why are you shooting from there, Jordan? Come on. And then he kind of like gave a clap or whatever to the crowd and was like, oh, it was a good little bit of, bit of banter. His song doesn't get sang in terms of a joke anymore. Yeah. It yeah. always gets sang because he's put his effort in, yeah. because we appreciate it. What game was it when he got took off and he was walking around the side of the pitch? Was it West Ham maybe? I don't think it was West Ham, but he was walking around the side and everyone gave it to him and he was like, yeah, because he knows now, it's and been, it, it's, it's appreciation that he deserves. For months and months now, and it's funny because I've seen, I still seen in comments people saying, Jordan Henderson needs a song. It's like, 
John Lennon's got a song. Mm. He's actually got two, but he's got one that gets. I get sung every game. It's just that it gets sung at the end of football matches. Yeah. Like the cops sing his chant because he's always the last one to leave the pitch. Yeah. He gets his name sung every single week by the by the cop, by the hardcore, by the people who were there at the you know in the final whistle, and they and they make sure he gets his recognition. But what I thought was telling that he, he it was sung in the first half of, the, of this game. It was actually very very early on, you know, as is involved in the good stuff and gets his name sung, and that's because you, you, they're right. They, Anyone who's being a minge bag about Jordan Henderson and about what you know, who's got the complaints, are just they're either converted or they're just not so stupid. That well, they're, they're they'll they're just do. wait. They'll they'll yeah. wait because that's what happens. Yeah. You know, you, I just you remember, they, remember Lucas when everyone liked him and then and then he had a bad game and it, I told you yeah. seven years ago. I think the good <laughs> thing on, is man. is that I don't think we'll ever be in a situation where they'll they'll be waiting for a very long time. Don't hold your breath. Is what I'll say because yeah. I don't think Jordan Henderson's ever not going to be. I think look, he'll reach a point where his body will stop. You know, you just get older. You know, yeah. you do. Yeah. You know, you, you you won't be able to necessarily be as all action or whatever. But he's he will he is about to be written into Liverpool history. You know, we, in a week where we've put a, a Paisley statue up outside. I'm not, it's not that's not where Jordan <laughs> Henderson is. But we we recognise our pantheon of heroes mm-hmm. down down the years. I think as well when when it shows when he scored. And people are genuinely buzz not just that Liverpool have scored, but that he's scored and yeah. he's got that. And like it's it was the same every time that Jordan Henderson scored. It's like well, like you deserve that, lads. If anyone deserves it, you deserve. That I goal. love the fact mm. that the celebrations in the Southampton game is the way the way Bobby Firmino actually reacts <laughs> to him because there's the one with Firmino set up for him and he obviously stands there and Henderson comes over and basically head kisses him um, and it's great. It's a wonderful little moment of masculine sexuality, <laughs> like you know what I mean. It's um, but they, they, they do that, but Bobby. He's just buzzing. He's buzzing to be involved, and there's a bit later on as well because Henderson's the pass before the pass for for Salah's one of Salah's goals. I think it's the first, it's Salah's first goal, and um, he, he Firmino's looking. He's looking to get. He, he just wants to make eye contact with Hendo to give him some to give him some love to have a laugh with him, have a, have a laugh and smile with him. They love him. You can see how much he means to this side. Do we do we think he should be? Abs- absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean. It's, it's More fun. so than Sadio Mane. Yeah, I mean, Sadio Mane was holding us back. Look at what we've done without him. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it, for the, the, just for the comments. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, we're not too far removed from hours having conversation and asking, and, it, and it's one for right now, if you just want to answer, is Jordan Anderson world-class? Is Jordan Anderson yeah. a world-class yeah. player? Well, that's what I mean. And, and I think it was like three weeks ago, we were having this conversation and everyone's still half on the fence and he's kind of brought it back. He plays everywhere in this it's midfield and blah, blah, blah. It's consistency, though, as well. Yeah. Like, it was like Xavi when Xavi was at Barcelona. Completely different styles of players. But Xavi would be on the pitch and he would be consistently good. Yeah. He would be the captain. He would be managing everything. Everything just seems a little more settled when he was on the pitch. And John Henson does exactly the same. Yeah. He's consistently good. He's back he's, to have sorry, Chris, of having his fingerprints all over everything good that Liverpool do, and that's the thing. And I said what he was lacking was, a, and I said this, I said this a week ago. He needed a goal, mm. and now he's gone and got a couple. He's added a couple of goals recently. He needs match of the day moments. He, you need to be able when you watch the highlights because your casual fan. 
and they they make up the vast majority of fans of every football club because you're hardcore are hardcore for for a reason. They need to be able to see those things, be, and they need the mainstream media to be bought into it. Because whether we all believe it or not, it has an impact. Just look at politics. You know, you need to people need to be told what is good, so they don't have to bother with the analysis themselves. And he's finally crossed into that because he's not just the biggest thing about Jordan Henderson was is he is the rest of the team. Is he because like Gerard would carry Liverpool teams yep. almost individually mm-hmm. to, to, to things, and then it was like, does Jordan Henderson need a big need the team around him? Jordan Henderson is is in a very 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 in the best team the Premier League's ever seen. Jordan Henderson is also carrying this team through games, mm. like he's driving it, he's winning balls back. He's dri- if he he's wasn't going, in there, and that shows how important he is. Yeah. Like. Yeah, he is brilliant because of the team around him, but the team around him is brilliant because he's in it. It's, func- like, it's functioning yeah. the way it functions because of the brilliance of Jordan And you, you, you know from, from where he was, you know what I mean, he'd be, he'd be kind of like that horse in the Grand National that had no ride there, and he'd be all over the place, wouldn't he? And now he knows the system so fucking well yeah. that come the end of the season, I know he's only got little legs, but he's going to be lifting that gold cup. It's like a tag roll. Just... No horse racing fans in here. Gold cup. No. Oh, that was a fucking doozy. Someone in the comments Come on, like, mate. Come on, comments, that was a fucking doozy. They will, they will have been in raucous slack. They're like, oh, no <laughs> way. The gold cup. Horse racing jokes. What a guy. Chris, I think you're flogging a dead horse at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but right. Yeah, no, I, I do. I think, I think Jordan Henderson, inevitably... He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to keep it up. Because I think Liverpool, the whole side, needs to keep it up. But it's not. This season isn't done yet. It's not. It's going to be defined by by how it how the season ends ultimately. And he will be remembered in year, in years to come. I think because obviously the trophy lifts become iconic. All those images. Jet, the, the Gerard the Gerard trophy lift. You know your Emily Hughes, your Phil, you know Phil Thompson, Phil Nils, all these kind of stuff. They just they get, they're just part of history. You never take that away from him. He's in danger of being the captain of the best Liverpool side there's ever been, and being you know being in the clutch of the best players in that team as well. There's, so yeah, for me, I think I think he deserves it. But what you know, there's a massive discussion that has to be made then at the end of, of his tenure at Liverpool. If he can carry, imagine if like this team and it's got the makings of it to carry on until Klopp goes and he could be the captain for that whole time. Mm-hmm. At that, at the end of that, say if we win like three more Premier Leagues. Maybe get another Champions League under our belt. Maybe do a double now and then. Maybe and just carry on in this vein of form. What are we then saying about Jordan Henderson? And I know it, it, it gets left till the end. Yeah. But this is a guy that's battled through adversity all the way through. This is a guy we, we've seen who's been in two of the best, well, three of the best title challenges in my recent memory, 13-14 mm-hmm. last season and this season. And he's been instrumental in all of them. This is a guy that's now captain in Liverpool. Like you say, the, the champions of the world, champions of Europe. We're going to be the champions of England. We're going to have them three titles for a good month or yeah. two. That's this guy now. It, it, I think there's got to be a real serious discussion and not even joking about And I know you don't want to compare him as a player with Gerrard and what have you, but there's got to be a discussion around the Gerrard I listen, Henderson. I, I, I don't know whether now's, now's not the time to do this, no, I don't think but so, what no. I will say is your support and cast as a, as a captain is what makes what can make you a great captain. And Steven Gerrard had one other captain in that side with him and, and terrible sides for a large portion of his mm-hmm. Liverpool career. Jordan Henderson has probably got 10 or 11 other captains around him mm-hmm. and they're all world class. So it's very, very difficult to compare and them side by the side. Yeah, as well that, that Gerrard's have to go through and come through and the management that, yeah. you know... Oh, everything yeah. about it. But, I, you know, you look at Jordan Henderson's love, it's... it's 
it's what's the point? What's the point of comparing it to Gerard? It's, it's oh, a rel- yeah, yeah. It's like, no, 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 I'm not having a go at you with this. It's a, it's 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 doing it for the sake of for, for no reason whatsoever. It's like because it because is it that it's like that trying to drag Jordan Henderson down in some regards? Mm-hmm. He was asked like I can't you know it's only because his Gerard was around recently enough that we can place it in context. No one compares. No one talks about Gerard to. Just comparing them with no, captains no, no. of past. But my my, I mean? my my thing about Jordan Henderson that, that that needs to be remembered, and it was like it's compared with the Klopp era. So far, winning the Champions League allows you to say we 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 made it to the Europa League final and we made it to the Champions yeah. League final the season before. Jordan Henderson was he was in danger of being that a nearly man. And, and then everything hangs on him. He takes the blame because he's the captain, whereas because Liverpool are starting to deliver success, you can actually tag those nearly misses on as a sign of what a boss player, what a boss captain. Yeah. Captain Liverpool to three in three European finals. Not many Liverpool players who, who've done that. And you know, I know we didn't win them, but they, we didn't win them because it was Jordan because of Jordan Henderson's fault. He's just been, but he's been there. He's been, and we're going to look at it when his career's ended. Hopefully, he'll, be, he'll have shiny things toward the back end of it. But we'll be able to look over this stretch of this full body t- of work. T- mm. He was doing ten, you know, he'll be coming up on ten years before long at the club. And what what has he what has he done in that time? Absolutely brilliant. Let me know your thoughts on this. Do you think he deserves to be Player of the Year in in, in the comments? Um, two substitutes I want to quickly talk about before we start to wrap up. Um, Minamino and Cater and. I think Chris did a great example of just how brilliant we are. That you know, both of those lads come onto the pitch, particularly Cater. He, he's such an odd footballer in that he should be, he should just be in our team every week because he's brilliant at football. He's so good. Um, him and Minamino coming in, it just shows you it's, a, it's yet more examples of. We're talking about an undefeated Liverpool team here that might not even be in its best. It's best form. Cater's yes. such a fucking enigma, isn't he, when he yeah. comes on the field? Like, you've got no idea what he's going to do. That ball that he plays through to Firmino, where I think the keeper does really well and, and comes yeah. out and saves it, that ball's sick. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's the way, it's the little things for me when he plays that pass, but it's perfectly straight. There's no bend on it. Mm-hmm. And it can't have bend on it because it goes to the keeper. Yeah. That's a really hard pass to play. And he's got the weight right and everything else. And it's perfectly straight. And then... He loses the ball at one point and he wins it back, plays a little one two with Robbo and his head's always up, he's always looking for the next pass. He's gonna be he's he's a frightening player. He he will frighten teams that come up against him. And Minamino, <clears throat> you could see it again, and it's one thing that we've seen during all of his appearances so far is he always seems to get himself in the right spot. He might, might not always be getting picked out mm-hmm. and that might be on players not understanding how he's going to move and where he's going to pop up and stuff like that but he's there or thereabouts all the time and you know we pick him out one time and the commentator for some reason thinks it was Kiter who played the shot. Yeah. It was yeah. as obvious it was Minamino as, as anything to me and he, he just rushes at it a little I, bit. He's going to need a goal at some point yeah. but not for another That was months. exactly my thoughts on it, to be honest, Judge. Uh, uh, it's been in the right place. It reminded me of, you know, when people had this thing of going, Raheem Sterling's a tapping merchant was the big thing when he was scoring loads of goals. You it's can just, see that in, in Minamino. Yeah. That's a, that's a, he had it in his, the that's game. a good thing. Yeah, 100%. But, but 100%. people don't, like, the, there's no, that's doing that player a disservice to say that it's happened because the movement, the thing, like, the to be able to be in that position takes a lot of hard work. It's not just like... Spoken like a goal scorer. <laughs> Paul comes through just poking in my goal. <laughs> I was in the right place. Yeah. 
but it does it takes work that's a striker you there's, there's types of strikers and that's like a goal post look at Gary Lineker like he was remembered yeah. as one of the best strikers and, uh, did you see the clip the other day of the, the El Clasico hat trick yeah what happens or yeah. they were all and it's just I was gutted for him that he, he it, it missed and I do think it is just understanding because both of them are coming at it yeah, yeah. he's you know the new player well, they're, both, they're both desperate to prove a point aren't exactly. they which is an encouraging thing but like that Minamino thing Tom it's just eventually like we're talking about play, we've had players in the side who just don't want to get in the box like Coutinho you literally had to like tie him by a rope <laughs> to the you know to the goal post and say, just get in the box mate and when he did he'd score goals the Minamino's that's a couple of opportunities in recent weeks where there's the one the week where Salah just could just let could just lay him in He's if he's doing that, eventually the goals are going to come, and that's going to be proving it. That's going to prove absolutely invaluable. Hundred percent. I mean, you look, you're looking at that attacking midfield slot. You've got Oxley Chamberlain there, who's now performing. You've got Naby Keita champing at the bit to come in, and then you've got this guy as well, who probably will play a little bit further forward, maybe. But he can. I'd like to see him in that role as well, assisting with the attack. I just think he, he's going to be fantastic. It, it is interesting, like. They're both coming in. They both say sorry to each other. Like <laughs> it's such a shame. Just one of you leave it, and you like I don't know. Uh, I want to see more from him, but well, we know that them, he's good. They, surely, like they both picked up enough Austrian that they could have. <laughs> you know what either. I mean? Because it can't be like if they're running without the language barrier. They could both surely. They both surely been through. You know, they must. There must be something they could. That, that, that's not on Cater. Minamino should bury that, oh, yeah. regardless of Cater being there or not. Minamino has shot in front of Cater. He knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. He's got to the ball. He should bury that. Yeah. The thing is, we already know he's good. The players knew he was good. That's yeah. why he's in this team. Yeah. I know he's been scouted for years before that, but by all accounts, they've gone to Klopp and gone bring him in. So it is just a matter of time before he starts burying. I think, I think towards the end of the season, when we have got this, the league wrapped up and we, we're still going to care about the invincible thing, I do believe, but you can kind of just put him into games and just be like, there you go, that's your one. You get your 90 minutes now, go out there and prove, yeah. and then we can go again next season and you can be the reason why we win it next it's season. It's definitely only a matter of time, and that's the good thing. I mean, the caters things are always just going to be fitness-based. Yeah. There's no doubt over his ability, but you do look at that and say... I do just it's just exciting. It's so exciting. I to think look that's at them. the thing as well, like we were saying before about people recognising John Henson, people recognising him as a good player now. And I think that was the frustrating thing because when we brought in the likes of Van Dyke and things straight off the mark, it was like, see, that's why we paid the money for look at him. Yeah. Alison, see, have a look at that. Whereas when we bought Kaiser, people are like, Why have you paid that much money? What's he do? Because I don't think he quite found the 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 run of form that he was expected to and obviously injuries and things like that. But now that we're seeing him, people are like, yeah, he's a good player. It's the first time in ever in my entire Liverpool fandom where I'm using the expression next season, but I'm actually saying, oh, next season. Like, without, it, being, like, without, me, without it being a, I've had to write this season off because it's done. Cause it's, cause, I mean, it you is, though. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But normally, like, we're going like, well, well if, we had, if we go out and buy some magical players, now I'm looking at it going, we're the fucking best team in the world. And within our squad, there's already lads who you can bring in in the summer, having had this, this, this they're going to make us better if we can get Cater if Cater can put down 10 games you know back to back we'll be a better team for having him in there <laughs> once Minamino settled for this half season he'll be better Curtis Jones is going to be able to come in more and more from, from, from next season there's just there's just lads already there 
But that's, that's like the transfer genuine transfer window. I don't think I like won the pool for it. It was like, you know, we really need this transfer. Yeah. And we've done that in the past. Yeah. We have been not desperate, but we've needed mm-hmm. that bit of, you know, oh, well, we're missing this. Oh, well, we need someone with a bit of pay. We don't. The fact is we don't need anyone at all. You look at our bench, it's not even like, oh, we need to pad it out here. Yeah. No, we don't. And you look at other teams, and I think that's the difference. Other teams are thinking, we have got slots to fill, we need to fill. And I think that's another There's bit of the hang There's talk about Man City having to do, like, tearing it up and, and starting again in the summer, like, you know, ripping up the plan and, and, buying, and going big. And <laughs> that's what really... Liverpool have done to them. Yeah. That's what we've done to them. Genuinely. It's all on us. <laughs> the, best, the best part is you say we can improve and we can. This season. But with the players that we've got, we can improve. I mean, yeah. But like but Minamino it, at the moment isn't world class. He because of he's just been brought in, all that sort of stuff you take into account. But you're excited because you think, let's look at him grow. Yeah. You look at when we first bought Firmino, look at him now. You're excited <laughs> to see how he can grow. At, there's a p- potential here. And look, Footy never quite follows the, the, the path. It's why you always have those, this is what England's team's going to look like in the next World Cup when you look at it in the foyers and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, who the hell committed that? Um, but you, you see it when good teams, it's like Liverpool's team in the in the 70s and into the 80s and you hear like, like the early 80s where Ian Rush is coming in and Alan Hansen gets brought in around around that time and they go on in the, they come into a team that's still got like your Phil Thompsons and, you know, and, and all that kind of stuff and eventually... We look at it now. We know what happens, so we we can fast forward. And you watch the the, the you get to like the 80, 86, 87, 88 team, and it's got Kenny Dalglish, who's the best player in the world, but coming toward the end of his career, it's got Alan Hansen, all that. There was a point in the past where they were the, the they were the new blood being being blooded in. Gomez and, Van Dijk is a, is what I think is the nearest thing to that. Yeah, and mm. even yeah, absolutely. But it, you've got like all your best players at the moment are all twenty eight. So you've got Firmino, Salah, and Mane all twenty eight years old. Jordan Henderson's twenty nine. Um, these lads are all in the prime of their career. But like Minamino, Minamino and Cater are like 23, 24. and they're the ones who are just about they're about to come into their prime. Years, and there's then that young, super young generation of Harvey Elliott still a baby. Mm. You know, Curtis Jones just turned just turned nineteen. Nico Williams is nineteen as well. Obviously, got to go is a little bit older and all that kind of Trent. trends. Twenty one, twenty two years old. <laughs> no, it is. It is mad. Like I, I, what I was going to say before is, I don't think we've played very well this season at all. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's the best part about it all. We're not playing. Standing football. There are moments in the games where you're like, "Oh my god, that's an amazing bit of we're not playing and world class yeah, vision." And but, that, but, but it's because, but we, it's because I take you. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. But we're not playing. It's because our peaks and troughs used to be higher. So we'd have yeah, yeah. seven. We'd score seven in a game and be like, "What is this we're watching?" And then we go yeah, and draw, and we go and lose the the week <laughs> after and whatever we did. I think we we beat. We beat um, Maribor and then lost the Spurs, didn't we? I think around that around that time. And you're like, this. But all we do now, now is we just manage things. Yeah. Yeah. We just manage yeah. things so well. Yeah. You mentioned it before. For me, it's that Real Madrid game that we lost, and we saw what they did. And now we just do that to everybody. We do enough that we don't tire ourselves out. That we're ready to make it for the long haul, and we're going to be able to do it. I mean, one of, and I, you know, do you mind if we talk about Alex Oxley Chamberlain a little bit here because? Yeah. What a fucking performance by him there. Comes in for Sadio Mane. Everyone's a little bit like, oh, fuck, what are we going to do without Sadio yeah. Mane? Plays on the left for half the game. Plays on the right for half the game. 
was absolutely outstanding and we didn't miss Mane at all. Yeah, absolutely. And bear in mind, you know, he played in the midfield in the in the week and then he's moved out to the left-hand side. He scored two goals in two two games and that finally seems to be finding that confidence and that form. You know, he just looked a bit like he was at odds with himself for a, for a few weeks having come back from the injury. And again, this is, the, this is where we're at. All of a sudden, you know, we're still. This is a team that James Milner's been injured for, for weeks now. Jed Jakiri, we haven't seen hide nor hair of. Most teams would like. I know Mares is a better player than Jed Jakiri, but he's. That's what Jakiri is meant to be in our squad. You know, you, I, don't, I don't know if they've got Sane out as well. I'm not going to dive into the. the, the, the for Love us to sign him, by the way. Oh, oh yeah, God, we'd, be un, we'd be unstoppable if we signed Leroy Sane. But the um, not 35 million. But yeah, you know these. These players, these backup players, got are... one year left on his deal at the end of the year. Bargain. <laughs> Imagine the fee, please, please, <laughs> please make that happen. Um, but yeah, you know that, that that's what we need. These lads who were supposed to be the the, the, the understudies and all that, we just God, I, I, oh, we just, it's, well, it's it's what Klopp so was referencing good. at the start, and everyone was like, oh, why have you not signed these players? And he was like, I know I've got the parts that, that I need, and like I've never enjoyed actually chairman on the left. Until that game, and now I'm fine with it. And now yeah. that's another place he can play in the team. You can go right. Oh, is Mane injured? Okay, shift him over there, and people aren't. You know, we, you know we've not talk, actually we didn't really talk enough about. To be fair, Mohamed Salah. Oh my god, oh, like, unbelievable! He the form he's in at the moment, and I was very critical of Salah before Christmas. That I just think he was just becoming a bit too much. Like <clears throat> I need to be Salah, the guy who scores the goals that wins the game. Everything's on me, and this, particularly these last few weeks, he's. I can, you know, we we had a conversation on deadline day, and people were saying that he was the most replaceable of Liverpool's front three. And whilst in some elements, I mean, it's it's fine margins. I think I kind of get the general notion when he's in this form. This is like the the salad that was being compared to Leo Messi two seasons ago. Mm. He's, you know, he's dropping this deep, is, he's skinning this is people. Bad season. This is, you yeah. know, well, one one season wonder. Eighteen he's goals. Gonna... He's got an all comps this season. That... Uh, that's what I mean. It's because uh, maybe because you know, the fact is. Last season, he was kind of the only one who was that exciting. Mane was was good, Firmino was good, and and we were excited by that. But Mo Salah was like the star, and everybody looking would say Mo Salah. But I think because the Liverpool sides shot up, um, you know, Firmino arguably is playing brilliant. Mane is arguably the star. Henderson is so. I think people have just kind of forgot that Mo Salah is also world class. He looks like he's enjoying his footy. I think, and that makes a massive difference. He doesn't. Again, it doesn't look like a man who's got the weight of the world on his shoulders mm. in any in any way, shape, or form. And that makes a that makes a massive difference. He's just in this game. He, he's taking his game up a level. Not his goal scoring. I think his goal scoring suffered for it, mm. but his actual game. I think he's playing better than he's ever played in a Liverpool shirt as far as pressing people, winning the ball by carrying people, holding the ball up, bringing players in as long as the name isn't Sadio Mane. <laughs> you know, he's absolutely outstanding at all of that. Like, um, he's, he's truly an exceptional footballer. I still stand by... You know, I, I'm not sure he's the most replaceable, but I do feel like he'd be the one that would be the first to be it's replaced. It's the type of player he is, ball, though, but... as well. Like, you look at Leroy Sané and you think, like, like for like, you could swap that. And it's 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 the winger role. He doesn't really interact with anybody other than the front three. Like, if you used to swap Jordan Henderson, for instance, because of the position he plays, you can't just stick anyone in there. Mm. Whereas I think the winger, as long as you've got a bit of pace, you've got a bit of skill and you, you, you've got a goal in you, then that can be switched, that can gradually be bedded into like Eight, the Liverpool way. 18 goals and 8 assists in 29 appearances in all competitions this season. And hasn't he got the record for most um, 
wins in a in a run or something like that because he didn't play against Manchester United, did he? Yeah, and Kaiser Kaiser has got like a ridiculous amount of. He's gone back to back. He hasn't lost the game for. Yeah, for it's, wins, it's wins. It's wins. I heard one about Salah that if he gets to twenty goals, he'd be the first Liverpool player since Robbie Fowler to get to twenty Premier League goals in three consecutive seasons. <sighs> wow. Yeah, I mean, so, so he's we, starting in 14 at the moment. So I know so. I know. when I talk about him, like, we want to get rid of him. I know that's not the conversation. But, like, there was a lot of talking about, OK, we, we, we can get rid of him. People kind of sleeping on him and stuff. This is a guy who's just consistently done it. And this is a guy who can consistently just win games for you. And I know Mane's been doing it all season. He has been. But, like, Mo Salah is consistently creating space for Sadio Mane there and now we're using him as an outlet ball for the end of games we're just like hit the ball to Salah he'll hold the guy off and he'll beat the guy and then we get Bobby yeah. Firmino he could do with him. and what he did what, what Southampton was with the type of game that he needs where he just needs to pad his goals a bit mm. by scoring the, the non-essential ones by scoring Aguero's been doing that his entire career top goal scorers I'm not saying this is not just that again that Delvin and Aguero is phenomenal Top strikers just do that. You just rack your goals up when the gate when, when mm. games are won and whatever. The thing he falls foul of, it's the same reason why, and I've been saying this for years, when we used to do, when we used to do the social club show, when it's like the top four. So if you've got six clubs who can legitimately claim right to being good enough to be in the top four, it means you've always got two or else. So you've always got two clubs in crisis. So you've got the media attention and the banter the attention all falls to them. Mm. And it just be you can you can lose a game and fall and fall, fall out of that position. Liverpool are so good. That whenever there's a, and our front three are so good that they, 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 they can't all be in, they can't all be the best at yeah. the same time. Mm-hmm. So there has to be one who just slightly dips. And because we've got nothing to talk else to talk about, and because so many people communicate in misery in their day to day lives, they need something to bitch about. That has Salah inevitably becomes it because he's the superstar, because mm. he's the global it's one. It's personality as well. I think because Mane is kind of, you know, your humble, quiet guy that doesn't, it's hard to hate on him. Yeah. Like, you can't hate on him. Because Bobby Firmino's like karate kicking every t- It's hard <laughs> to hate on him. Yeah. Whereas I think Mo Salah is just a professional who just genuinely wants to win yeah. so badly. Mine's a bit of Van Dyke, but like. Yeah. So it's easier to pick on him and say, oh, look at him miserable. Well, he's the one on the billboards and he's the one in the adverts and he's the one in this and that. And I don't think he's, I don't think he's any less humble than no. Mane mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's his, it's his, there's, a, there's a bubble of perception around him. He's shoved him. in everyone's face as yeah, well. Exactly. exactly that. Like, exactly that. So I think, yeah, I, think it, I just don't think there's anything to it. I think at the moment we've got a, a world-class player in world-class form and, and to add to our other collection of world-class players in world-class form, long may it continue. Um, just briefly then, Spurs beat City 2-0 in one of the maddest games of footy I've watched in a long while. Um, that VAR stuff was, it was glorious, to be honest with you. Mad, just absolutely mad. It went on for like two and a half minutes. Jose is my best. I didn't watch much of the oh, game. Oh, that was brilliant. When he sat down, he's chatting to his assistant, and assistant tells him Brahim's on again, and he's up and he's running. And he, he charges but he's like, like I'm sitting there laughing and getting to like up and away. He, but thought, he runs wow. like I was walking last week. <laughs> yeah. Like he's a terrible runner. You yeah. know what I mean? He's not good at it. Yeah. But it's that naught to sixty mile an hour yeah. thing in it where he is because it's. It, I, I saw shit house power activate. <laughs> I, I saw someone tweet about this. 
I genuinely think he's just enjoying doing it now. Yeah, Whereas yeah. I think when he was at Chelsea and at Real Madrid, like he was forced to be that way. Now I think because he's won so much in his career and because people have actually seen a little bit more of the real Jose Mourinho when he was a pundit and maybe I think there might be a little bit more respect there for him. He's kind of just running with it now and he's it's just kind of playing around like well, I'm supposed to be mad here so I'm going to pretend I'm dead mad because it's all just gamesmanship yeah, to Yeah, brilliant. But yeah, that that's the result there. Left Liverpool, 22 points clear at the top of the If league. you were to oh. back any horse to win this race to the, uh, to the title, Tom, who would it be? It's a one-horse race. No, it is what would you put your money on? Uh, yeah, Brian's horse. <laughs> Brian the horse. Um, <laughs> no, literally... That's it's, it, there's going to be a picture now of Jordan Henderson leading people in. Well, the way people talk about it, like, you kind of alluded to it before, when you start talking about a player, then it just becomes the way that people talk. Van Dyke's a Rolls-Royce. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, Hopefully. Knows the horse. I, know, I mean, there's loads of you've already proven there's loads that you can get out of that that particular line. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, go for can it. Someone, I did spend 10 minutes showing him while he's even talking. <laughs> thinking of stuff. Thought, why is he being so quiet? Yeah. It, like... Can someone photoshop Jordan Henderson onto Toby Maguire's face in Seabiscuit for us and send it in? That'd be, good. That'd be great. I'll be honest, Paul, I didn't watch the City Space game and I don't care anymore. I, it used to be a point where. <laughs> It used to be a point you'd watch City every every week. You'd be mm. like, I'm watching two games a week. I yeah. stop. I didn't do that because it, it meant too much to me. And I'm really enjoying watching big football. games of football. Mm. It's like it's being played in a different league at yeah. the moment. <laughs> but and it basically oh, yeah. is though, isn't it? You know, that's There's the point. No stress. Yeah, it, it, it completely. It's like watching a, a La Liga game where you get to watch good footballers do it and get to revel in all the kickoffs. And but all like, kind of like, like last season when we were, you know when we were watching two games a week. You'd win one and you'd lose one. This yeah. year, it's doubling up. You yeah. were getting two wins every single weekend. Yeah. It's fucking marvellous. I, I got back. I, I checked the checked the score. So it was two 0 Went oh, went went to the went to the, the pub for one just to watch it finish and see the see the highlights. I was just there. I was like, I genuinely couldn't care less about Man City. This is weird to me. This is the best team English English football scene for years. We're that much better than them. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And then match of the day made it all even better because they brought the highlights forwards because of the Super Bowl. So <laughs> that match of the day two started at ten o'clock. I was like magic. Yeah. Match of the day two ten o'clock. This is lovely. The uh, it's like it's like being a fan of football again. You know what I mean? Like it, the league is just not no. It's just done. You know what I mean? So you get to just enjoy a life of oh, that's magic. Um, right, there's going to be more on the, the Spurs game and City game and the fallout and everything else that happened around the league on the Around the League show. It's going to be on the RedmenTV.com. Uh, it's getting filmed later on today. So make sure you go and subscribe. Completely free for the first month, of course. And everything you, you see and hear on the YouTube channel and on, on podcast or whatever is made possible by the people who subscribe to the website. So go and be one of those people. They're the best people. Um, guys, apart from the people I've got in the room with me right now, um, it would also. <laughs> I think I'm still people. paying for the subscription. I think I would have done. I think I've got four yeah. accounts, to be honest yeah, with you. Absolutely. Um, but, guys, thank you very much. Uh, we've got the build up show still to come uh, for the. Versus Shrewsbury. Uh, make sure you check that out. Other than that, thank you very much. Tara.